0: Hey, Weeks, you Radio. Yo! Hey,
1: sorry. Uh, Everything's so right now. Huh? No problem, man.
0: All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the show now. And um, how do we always start the show? What do I always say, Weeks? What do I always say?
1: Now introducing the song to my battle of Jaws the
0: Wings! Oh, he's Wings! No, no. You're skipping ahead. Uh, you're skipping ahead. Hold on. Uh, okay. And uh, we're, we're going to start the show now. I'll start it like I used to start it back when the show started. Okay. Started. Uh, okay. Tonight is uh, Wednesday, January 14th, 2015. You're checking in with your smoking nephew. Tonight on the show, you're coming backstage. With me, the shot A to my batter and wah, Jonathan Weeks, and the Wizard of Waverly plays Tom Fogarty, and here we go! The
2: great city playboys, mm-hmm. they're always around, to help build your hope up, and help drag you down, they'll leave you with nothing. What's singing about? So now you're in, and now you won't hang out. In the great city.
0: And here is the Richter to my O'Brien, the uh, <laughs> Sade to my batter and law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan Weeks,
2: how are you? Good. Yeah. <laughs> in
1: The
0: kitchen away. over by the <laughs> stove. Put <laughs> you
2: on the counter, pile of butter rolls. Hands on the table, on your tippy toes. We'll be making oh. love like the rest of our clothes. Whoa, Whoa, whoa. Yeah, out, so I'm on,
0: I'm on the live chat with the, uh, uh, the Blog Talk Radio right now, and um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Skype because right now probably the audio quality will not be great for the the, the person listening to the show. Uh, so, you, uh, so I'm trying to figure out how to get my mic back here. Anyway. Uh, if I seem distracted, uh, no problem. just, uh, just, uh, um, uh, it, it'll seem like I normally seem. So what's going on with you? <laughs> what's going on with you, Maine?
1: Not much, man, not much. Uh, uh, I'm back in the Elm City. Well, not the Elm City, but in the great state of Connecticut. And, uh, I've, uh, since moved, uh, on from New Jersey, uh, they, they, uh, you know, I made the decision to actually work in an office with the, the same agency uh, under Homeland Security, and uh, I'm an offer now. Uh, but you know, currently living at home in uh, the great uh, city of Kansas So you're already
0: there. You already made the move.
1: I'm already there. My last day in New Jersey was last week on Wednesday, and uh, my first day here in Connecticut Hart- uh, was uh, on Monday. So I'm just going hard and. Uh, not going home, and well
0: hard and going home actually. So I get the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, you know what I always say about best of both worlds.
1: Oh, it's a Kelly, great, great album. Right now, this
2: is for my players down, bottom in the hustle zone 22. <laughs> Think a pair of
1: nuggles in the hood of i to.
2: I know it's rough in the ghetto, but let me walk with you, talk with you. Uh-huh, yeah. but the ones who put you down and said you wouldn't make it, but you still had to ground It came up out the basement. <laughs> in the memory of those that we lost, is dedicated. We miss y'all. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I- yeah. Sure. Yeah. They-
1: yeah.
0: Are they friends
1: anymore? What happened to that? Is who friends? Oh, they're still
0: friends, right? Hey, hey, are you having trouble hearing me?
1: No, I can hear you.
0: Oh, okay. Um, They, I do not think they are friends. They attempted to tour together. It was a disaster. Uh, You know, uh, R. Kelly thought there were guns in the audience at Madison Square Garden, walked off the stage, and then... He was there the next day, but they wouldn't let him back in. But the, I was I was there with Rob and Julian, the whole thing. And we didn't see R. Kelly, but Jay-Z brought out a whole shit ton of other people like um, Mary J. Blige and T.I. and Mariah Carey and Ooh. Luther Rhymes and uh, and Diddy, Black Rob, Mace, the whole bad boy fan from 1996 was all up in the building.
1: Ooh. Like whoa!
0: Yeah, only only Jay could do that, you know. Put together a show in like one day like that, and even the night before, um, R. Kelly walked off stage. Uh, Usher was in the audience, and so people were like chanting for for Usher to go on stage, and they wound up going backstage and downloading his like instrumental tracks or something, and then he mm-hmm. came out and performed. And uh, also, Ja Rule was supposed to perform with. Um, R. Kelly, but he wound up performing uh, uh, "Can I Get It" with Jay instead, and uh, it, you know, e- so even even when Kells walked off, uh, Usher was right there to cover. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of a, a magical thing.
1: That is pretty cool, actually. You got a concert that wouldn't have happened had he not walked off the stage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I still would have rather seen R. Kelly and Jay-Z together than all those right. motherfuckers that they brought out. But he just said, I'm just trying to give you money's worth. And he said, you don't do that to another brother. You don't walk off on another brother like that. So, um, yeah. Um, anyway, you're back in CT. And what are you going to do uh, this? What, what did you do for your last day at, in New Jersey? Did you uh, celebrate?
1: Listen, it was very confusing. It, it, this decision came down to the wire. Um, a lot of the uh, the, the higher-ups, the director, was kind of like still trying to renegotiate with me and trying to convince me to rethink my decision, but uh, it was very tough, and I'm a terrible decision maker. I'm probably the worst decision maker on the planet. I don't really stick to my guns on a lot of things, and uh, I can be easily swayed usually, and, uh, you know, that's just, just being admittedly so, and uh, and uh, but I, you know, for some reason stuck to my guns because I know this is an opportunity to come back to a state where the agency doesn't have a large presence and a large office, so you get this kind of opportunity. It's not going to come around too easily in the future, so, I, you know, you got to take it or, or leave it, and I, I kind of took it, you know? Yeah. There was supposed to be was, a cake, but they, they couldn't make uh-huh. the cake because I made my decision in the very last minute, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, let me ask you something when when you were going through this when you were trying to make the uh, decision to either stay in New Jersey or go home to your beloved Connecticut and and I told you to follow your bliss did that have any effect on your decision uh, you know
1: what uh, It trust me it, you know, when you're talking about me I don't really block things out so yes yeah, it did it, it had a uh, it had a large effect because, uh, a lot of, the, actually everything pointed to staying in New Jersey, uh, money-wise, uh, time and grade in terms of, uh, experience in the government and, and even the job was kind of fascinating, but, you know, family and friends and, uh, hearing that comment and, you know, I, I didn't get too much input from other people because I was worried that it would influence me and, uh, but, you know, that definitely helped me, push me in the direction I think that I made the right decision and, uh. Yeah, does. trust me. It's not like uh, I'm not that kind of person that doesn't listen to things. I listen to everything. I that's the problem with the uh, you know just my decision making ability because that plays a role. It does. Everything <laughs> plays a role. Uh, uh, what does your friend call you? The,
0: the yes man or something?
1: Yeah, he calls me the uh, the co-signer. He's like, the co-signer, the right. co-signer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who calls you that? Jeff
2: uh, Josh, yeah, I do know that. Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper,
0: Josh Hopper. <laughs> <sighs> um, well, ah. I'm, I'm happy that you're back. H- have you begun your new um, uh, what's it call it, uh, job?
1: Yes. Oh, I have. Yes, thank you, you sir. I'm glad, glad to be back. I, I've begun it, and so far the people are almost like uh, no. Nah, I wouldn't say polar opposites of Jersey. They're different. They're more welcoming, uh, friendlier, uh, more willing to, you know, assist and help. Not that Jersey wasn't, it was just uh, different personalities. I think they were a little rougher, a little colder, a little more to themselves in Jersey. But you know, um to each their own and uh, I think you know, Jersey was a great place. Uh, I did learn a lot but uh Connecticut's where my heart is, so I kinda of followed my heart on this one and uh that's where I did.
0: Wow. Well that that is good that is very very good that you were able to see past the uh um just the, the financial part of it and you know yeah. and to go for go for what what's going to make you happy in in the end um so uh welcome home
2: uh you, sir
0: you you deserve to be there mostly because no other state can uh, handle you <laughs>
1: Very true, very true, my friend. Oh my gosh! You know, I've uh, the funny thing is that I, I should really knock on wood. Is I've never gotten into a car accident in the great state of Connecticut. I've been driving it for a long time, but I got into a car accident probably within about four months of being in Vermont, and probably within <laughs> about two months of being in Jersey. <laughs> was anybody hurt? No, nobody was hurt. No, nobody was hurt. And you know, in Vermont, it was just me in a car in the ice bank. And in, uh Jersey, it was just me and the carp. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah uh, sorry, I think that, this is where I belong.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, great boy. Great kids, yeah. Um,
1: great kids. Good people
0: here. So you're living in Hamden, and then work is where? Hartford?
1: The Hartford, yeah. I'm going to move out to Hartford probably within a month or two, yeah. So good?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this lady that I'm talking to on the thing wait, hold on. Did you just say you're gonna to move to Hartford?
1: Yes, I am, yeah. Uh
0: maybe <laughs> rethink that.
1: <laughs> okay, how about like the uh, the surrounding towns, like Cheepbury, Glastonbury and uh Sunnington, and maybe, maybe some of those areas.
0: Yeah, go to one of those.
1: Yeah, I think I might do that. There's a Dave and Buster's in Manchester now. I might go there. Um, I live, okay. uh, live in Dave
0: and Buster's. Uh, yeah, you should absolutely do that. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So this this lady is asking me: is the B and R in Blazing Rye capitalized or not? And that can be the issue. What this has never been an issue before. I don't even. I don't know if she means on Skype or on Block Talk Radio.
1: Right. That's very strange. I think it is on Block Talk, isn't it?
0: All lowercase or capital B and R? I
1: don't know if it's capital B and R.
0: I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, like it's, <laughs> like the she's talking about the username though, like not the the the, oh, the okay. what you see. Oh.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Um,
0: really I don't think so. Right now, we uh, had this whole uh, this whole top of the show planned, and is you know, I'm I'm I, it's, it's late on your Skype. Can you tell me the exact capital letters you have for your username? All right, let me see. Oh, it's just it's just lowercase. It's just lowercase. Her name is Katie, by the way. Katie. Yeah. Oh my. She is a support <laughs> operator. Her name is oh. Katie, and uh, I, I, wonder, I wonder if she works in an office or at home. I would imagine at home.
1: Yeah. She's probably at home. That's not, that's not a bad job. Huh? I wouldn't mind
0: that. You know, you would think so. How, how do you so. feel about that? Well, I've worked from home like on, on twice. I've done it twice since I started my mm-hmm. new job, and... I fucking hated it I hated it so much it was like it was so weird to like you know be there but not really there and not to have like protection around me in case somebody called and was yelling at me about something and that's like the one day I had like the biggest problem uh I was home and didn't have like you know I couldn't turn to my supervisor and stuff and It was just a a disaster. And then the second time I did it, I was like, oh, I hated this the first time. Why did I do this again? (laughs) What do you think about it?
1: You know, I've never really uh, did it before, but I I don't think I like it. I think I like going to the office, being physically there, seeing other people kind of working and kind of motivates me. Otherwise, I don't know if I have the motivation to do any work at all, really. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, you know what? you wind up
0: having motivation to do more work because you feel a little guilty about not being in the office. And then you also don't have people around you, distracting you all day and like interrupting you and stuff, which actually can be, um, it, it can make, it can make it so that the work isn't so bad. But when you're home, it's, it's just, uh, it's just me sitting in, you know, this my room and and in the dark and trying to figure out uh, how to deal with some angry people.
1: So that, that's correct, actually. Uh, you're right, actually. It could be the other way around, where yeah, you have no distractions, no excuses, and uh, the production is probably more more so uh, in your favor. I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I think it depends on who you are. I think uh, for like families and for you know you know people with children I think it's perfect because you can also get to watch your children kind of and save money on that with respect and I think a lot of people like to do it in Vermont because uh, it's just safer you don't have to commute uh, during the winter months and uh, I think practically it makes sense but I think you know in terms of uh, you know individuals especially younger individuals I think it's it's probably better to go to work and see people and you know kind of do stuff like that
0: you do know I don't you know have children right you know I don't what? have kids. You know
1: I don't have really? kids, I right? Did. I thought you had two No, two no children.
0: children.
1: You sure? No. Okay, no well, kids. I've I some, some kids who said uh, they
0: knew you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, wait. So I was just about to change the Skype thing to all lowercase, but now Katie said she just changed it, so. All right, let's okay. try this. What a... This Katie
1: is a helpful lady. Katie's a helpful lady.
0: That is that is very true. She is uh, a scholar and a Gemini. Is that the phrase?
2: I like the phrase.
0: Scholar and a Gemini. Uh, okay, so I'm on the phone. Let me see if I can call. All right, I'm going to put one ear in one headphone here. Uh, okay, <laughs> and let's see. All right. Okay, I'm going to try Skyping in. Wait a second, wait a second. Sure. I can't Skype, I can't do it unless All right, I have to hang up, okay?
2: You're going to hang up I on gotta, me?
0: I got to hang up the phone. You stay on, okay? Sure, sure. Okay, you stay on, I'll be right back. If this doesn't work, I'll call right back in. Uh, in the meantime, why don't you tell a story about... Um, uh, uh, your favorite part of New Jersey.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, bye. Okay. All right, so my favorite part of New Jersey has to be, I really like the town of Edison, New Jersey. It's like uh, really nice, very culturally diverse. Uh, uh, a lot of Indian restaurants. I, I don't know if you like Indian buffets, but I really love Indian buffets. I was uh, first introduced to them. Uh, when I was at UW with a bunch of friends, I would go there. They were real you know, pretty cheap buffets, and you get all you can eat, and uh, it was really good, delicious food, warm food, especially during the cold winter months, uh, and a lot of spices, curries, and all kinds of good foods there. Uh, chicken mukhni, and uh, oh man, and the rice. Oh, something about the rice. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, I, I I'm used to like white rice or brown rice, you know, uh, in terms of Asian foods, and uh, I wasn't used to the jasmine rice that the, the Indian dishes that I usually have. Delicious rice, really. I mean, uh, you know, white and uh, uh, I a mean, bit on the salty side, but delicious and especially good with chicken dishes or any dishes with the kind of covering or sauce over them. Actually, I got to say, one of my favorite dishes is rice with gravy on top. But anyway, Denison, New Jersey is really my favorite place. I mean, there were movie theaters uh, that played only like Bollywood movies, Indian movies, and that was pretty interesting. Uh, it was a whole community, a whole city, uh, 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 almost fit for all Indians. And uh, uh, it was really amazing. And a lot of Indian restaurants, a lot of Indian buffets, a lot of choices to you know, choose from. And a lot of different kinds of fusions of uh, Indian in Indian cuisine and Asian cuisine. So, And then they had like an Indo-Chinese uh, restaurant, which was very good. It's like Chinese food, like Kung Pao chicken and General so, with Indian spices. And so uh, oh, delicious. So I would meet up with my friend on Saturdays, almost every Saturday consecutively for about two months. Uh, and we would go to the buffet and uh, in Edison, and then we'd go see a movie, and then uh, we'd just hang out and talk for quite a while. It was very enjoyable, very fun. Edison, New Jersey was nice. There's a lot of places and parts in New Jersey I really enjoyed. My friend took me to Rutgers, because he was one of the Rutgers alumni, and he took me to uh, what he calls the grease trucks, and they have these really kind of uh, nasty sandwiches. Not nasty, but they have everything in them, like mozzarella sticks and uh, chicken and fill cheesesteak, cheese steak. And, uh, it, it's very unique. And it's like this huge truck that parks on the side of the road on the Rutgers campus in New Brunswick. And they sell these sandwiches, uh, which, which are largely, largely cheap, but they're huge and, uh, they're delicious. Uh, so of them started to revolve over only around food, but food is one of my greatest motivators in life. Uh, it probably shouldn't be, but, um, uh, New Jersey is a great place. I didn't get to take out, uh, Princeton, but, uh, I heard it's very nice. Um, you know, in the area I was in, it's, it's called Lindhurst, New Jersey. It's kind of a suburb of Newark. Actually, very nice. 10 to 12 minutes outside of New York City. Very convenient. Uh, pretty affordable. And uh, the people are all pretty nice. And the the, the work I was doing was a pretty, uh, I thought, significant work. And uh, something with a mission, which is something I really enjoy. And, uh, you know, the office was great. Well run. And uh, good people there. Uh, hard workers, actually. And, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. But, uh New Jersey overall is, is a great state. I, I I like every state that I go to, so I love Vermont. I think Vermont aesthetically is beautiful. And there's a, actually a lot to do if if you're into craft beers and uh, doing a lot of local things and fairs and things like that. And, uh, and nature things, too, like hiking and uh, skiing and whatnot. Uh, and the people are very friendly. Uh, um, New Jersey is similar. The people are, are pretty friendly, and uh, there's a lot to do in terms of different cities to visit and places to go. Uh, there's another town called Westfield. I think it's uh, incorporated by, I think it's the same Westfield that, that created the, the mall. So, you know, the Post Mall in and, and Connecticut and Milford, uh, brought to you by Westfield uh, Entertainment or Shopping or whatever it's called. That was a town in New Jersey. I think it was incorporated by the actual company or something like that. I don't know. I, I may not be correct in that. But, beautiful town, too. A lot of good shopping, a lot of nice uh, restaurants, and uh, really kind of uppity. So, I really uh, like that. What else? Uh, New Jersey overall is very convenient, I think, for, for most people and uh, uh great diners. Can you go wrong with the diners? Oh, usually up for twenty four hours, uh fancy diners to, you know, include all kinds of different kinds of dishes and uh, you know, and and pretty uh, pretty good on the affordable side and uh really delightful places to go to and each diner has its own character. And they usually have a diner per town. And I think that was pretty pretty awesome and we go to visit the Diners with my friends. Uh, great shopping, great malls. I think they, New Jersey has some of the best malls in the country. Not that I know all every single mall, but um, pretty, uh, pretty uh, impressive. And uh, you know, and then they also have uh, you know uh, full service gas. Never have to get out of their car again, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes I just have the urge to get out and get my own gas. Don't really want to wait around for somebody to come out of their office because they don't really want to come out into the cold. I had to wait a little bit to get the gas, but I I enjoy getting my own gas sometimes. It really makes me feel accomplished, like I got something done today, uh, especially when I don't really do much some days. And, uh, you know, uh, it was enjoyable to get my own gas. I really like getting my own gas sometimes. But uh, the other times, uh, you know, you don't really want to get out of your car. Uh, sometimes in New Jersey, get kind of angry because if you go on like a half a tank, uh, and you only get like 10 to $12 of gas to fill up the tank, they're not very happy about that, especially when you waited for about 15 minutes to get in line and, and to get up there, and uh, other people are waiting behind you. Sometimes they really want you to come on empty, but I don't really like that, actually. I'm kind of a, um, uh obsessive in that manner. I really like to get my gas on, on full. I don't I don't like it dipping below the halfway point. I don't know what that's about, but I, I just don't like, I don't feel like my tank or my car would appreciate it if it was uh, below the halfway point. I mean, would we want to be starving, you know, constantly below the halfway point? I think, you know, we should always be above that halfway point. There's something about life where we're most satisfied just above that halfway point, you know, just above average. You don't need to be super, you know, uh, you know, uh, above average and, uh, you know, uh, the highest, uh, you know, paramount, uh, you know, point. But I think just above that little average is good. Um, But uh, New Jersey was a very great state. Uh, It was good, nothing but good to me. Great diners, great shopping, great people, a lot of diversity. Very great for young people, and a lot of things going on. Great nightlife, Um, and uh, you know, it's just a a place uh, that's really happening. You know, and I think it gets a bad rep from a lot of people, but I actually enjoyed Jersey and uh, what it had to offer, and its proximity to New York City, and. Connecticut as well, and I'm happy to call it, uh, as, a, as a resident of Connecticut, a brother in the tri-state area, and uh, uh, proud, uh, proud to be, uh, you know, once uh, an ex-New Jerseyan, uh film you know, citizen or, or someone who lived there. So I, I'm proud of it. But uh, great place, great kids, great people. Mr. Holmes, Mr. Holmes. Hello. I don't know what happened to uh, my good friend, good friend. That's fine, um, Brian. Brian Holmes. But uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll just keep going on. What else did I like about Jersey? Uh, everything was pretty accessible. I think the uh, the the Cardin State Parkway is a great thing. I think it's easy to get access and to, to get on there. But one thing I didn't like was the the, the, the tolls. There were a lot of tolls there. I mean, uh, you know, I I really had to collect my coins at quarters, and quarters. I had a lot of quarters, quarters are plenty in my car. Uh, to see those corners to get through that uh, parkway, but uh, to access it and, uh, and uh, to use it. But really a beautiful uh, stretch of highway there to get through uh, the great state of New Jersey. Um, people kind of uh, grow on you there in Jersey. Uh, first, uh, they might seem a little standoffish, a little colder, uh, but their personalities grow on you because they once they see that you're kind of a permanent fixture, and I think this is applicable to any place that you live uh over time, people will kind of notice you and permanent me there and, and kind of respect you in that manner. And I think that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, all we're, all we're looking for in life is to find a place call and call it home and, and uh, be worthy of what we really expect in life. And, uh, you know, sometimes that that takes a little time in, in discovering. And, uh, you know, and, and in my pursuits, i really discovered that Connecticut's a great state. You know, not, not because it's got the best so-and-so or the best, uh, you know, balls or the best – things but I think the people are really what I'm used to and what I expect out of a quality of life and um and and the people are great. They're 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 very honest people, they're very um down to earth and uh the people that you can count on and rely on, uh, uh majority of the time. So I I think uh i kind of used to the people in Connecticut, especially in the New Haven area and uh, and I like it. They're good people. You know, a lot of transformation in New Haven, though. You know, i got to say, there's a lot more restaurants, a lot more uh, bars and things like that. And, really, it's grown over the last uh, 10, 15 years. You know, everything's right. So, uh, I don't know where Mr. Holmes is, but uh, maybe I should uh, give him a call back. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on here. But, uh me, uh, it's a great place. I highly recommend uh, visiting if not living there and working there. Good people and uh, a hard-working group as well. But, um, you know, that's about it. Alrighty, righty. Um, let me see about something. Hold on. Hello
2: oh, there. Uh, Hello? uh
0: hey Weeks, you there?
2: Yo, what's going on, man?
0: Jesus Christ.
2: Uh
0: <laughs> What a fucking disaster. Can you, you you can you hear me? Yeah, man. Well uh you oh, know disaster. I heard... What? I heard part of what you said before and it sounded amazing. Just so you know. No, it didn't. It sounded amazing. Um
1: oh, thank you, sir. I you know, I like, was going on for you know yeah, you know, I tried to go along as long as I could. I I really was running out of breath there.
0: Well, you know, we've done about zero percent of the show so far, but you know what time it
2: is? Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh, my god! Oh. Yes. With I can never I'm, I'm a mess, I'm a, F- a F- mess God, who's a mess, come and guess you. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. mess Please, love the mess,
3: love I'm the mess. mess, love the mess I'm the fucking mess Oh, I'm a mess, mess. <laughs> I'm a <fucking> mess, I'm a mess Fucking right? man.
2: Uh, t-
0: Tom Fogarty, tell me what's going on in your life. And don't tell uh, me Nothing, but I
3: was you. glad you finally, like, came to life here.
2: Because what That's I was here. hearing on
3: my end, waiting for the phone to get untangled, sounded like yeah. a beaver <laughs> and a woodchuck going at it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, what else is yeah. going on with you? Oh, nothing. The missus took off for Florida for five days, so it's just me and the dog.
0: Oh, now what what does she do down there? What do you mean?
2: (laughs) In in Florida.
0: What what does she have uh, matters to attend to? Uh, Yes, family. So, you know, I have family in Florida now, too. Do you have family in Florida?
1: I do not. Thankfully not, no. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Great state though. great
0: state,
1: huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I was in Jacksonville. That was a nice place. Mm. No. Nah. Well,
0: Dave... um, okay. So, uh, uh, Tom Fogarty, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. I've been dealing with the, the, the 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 this lady on the live chat on Blog Talk Radio. And this is a fucking disaster. Um, So, uh, anyway, uh, (laughs) let's move on. Who are are your first hot mess? Besides the obvious,
3: Uh, my first hot mess has got to be this continuing Bill Cosby story. And I know you did some stuff with Bill. Or (laughs) hey, don't don't say it like that. You've got well, I'm not saying you drank the coffee or anything, but. (laughs) In the concert, uh, uh, uh huh. Well, apparently, listening. Omarosa, that beast, you know, from uh, oh. from what the hell's that show called? It's back. Celebrity Apprentice. Celebrity oh. Apprentice. Yeah, she's oh. got. She's like what, five, six years ago now. Anyway, apparently, she worked for him for a couple of years, and I assume, like, whatever your situation was. She said she had to sign all this non-disclosure you know, stuff and she wouldn't talk about anything and blah, blah, blah. But she certainly intimated that uh, if she could, there were many things that she saw that were just a little funky. Wait, when did she work with Bill Cosby? Well, it but it had to have been years ago. It was on some foundation that he and the wife had.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Um Okay. Well, my situation, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, you, you know, as I told you on the Facebook, he was always very uh, professional with me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but I never had to sign any sort of nondisclosure or anything like that, uh, uh-huh. just uh let the record show. So that's your first hot mess. <laughs> Who is the... Second hot mess. Okay, my second
3: hot mess is this evangelical writer, uh, Larry Tomzak, who apparently had an op-ed that ran in a Christian, the Christian Post, I think, is what cool. it's called, in which he just went on and on and on about the evils of Hollywood and how there's an avalanche of gay programming that's assaulting America, and that there's an agenda, and it's being led by Ellen DeGeneres. Oh! Yeah. (laughs) And some of his, like, things are Modern Family features a gay couple who married over two episodes recently. Ellen DeGeneres celebrates her lesbianism and marriage in between appearances of guests like... Taylor Swift, to attract young girls. So now Ellen is procuring for, for lesbianism, I guess. is his intimation <laughs> Uh Dancing with the Stars hosts a gay judge and gay couples. Biggest Loser had lesbian Jillian Michaels as a role model. The Good Wife mm-hmm. now has a lesbian bisexual investigator. Now, they've always fucking had her. I mean, this guy just, like, woke up one morning. Oh, two and a half years had a lesbian daughter. <laughs> no, it sounds to me like he's watching an awful lot of gay-themed TV.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, the old uh, protest too much kind of thing. Me thinks <laughs> the lady does protest too much. Or I think the yeah. actual line is, the lady does protest too much, me <laughs> thinks. People always get that backwards. And who is your final hot mess, Sire? My final hot
3: mess has got to be the crotch that may or may not be Justin Bieber-Cues.
2: Ooh,
0: oh! You've seen crotch. this whole thing. No, I've seen the whole uh, Photoshop thing. That well, apparently
3: some, like, you know, skankety ass way way-below-TMZ kind of, like, website has posted pictures that they claim were the ones before they were doctored.
2: Oh!
0: Right.
3: And there's no way. It's like it you know, literally looks like a five year old kid had just learned how to use Photoshop and (laughs) decided to like you know, put Nick Nolte's crotch shot on. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Uh Oh, you're talking about how they added pubic
0: hair to his crotch?
3: No, they, they like, took away saying his, like, crotch was much smaller, which prompted his trainer to say, no, he's quite well-endowed, thank you, which
1: prompted <laughs> me
3: to wonder how the fuck does the trainer know?
0: <laughs> is, is the trainer one of the guys that he hangs out with? One
1: of the I friends?
3: wonder. Name Little something.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, ah, probably. I mean, little
0: Twist, right? Little Twist, maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Jesus.
0: Okay. Well, Somalia. That has certainly been a mess and uh uh all three of those uh hot messes uh and I'm just going to say that Omarosa is the hot mess in that first. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and, I have, no, that's why you know it's like where does that lay? It's just yeah. And let's go to the uh what do we do next? The 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 Adam-y Toys. A E Yeah, don't you go right. and take a dump while we sit here and listen. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna stay here and take a dump at my desk, just in case anything happens. Uh, We'll be right back after you hear about these dick rings. Hey, looking for the right deals to spice up your love life? Well, look no further than BlazinRyRadio.com. Click on the banners for AdamEatsToys.com. Once you're there, you'll find vibrators, dildos, women's sex toys, men's sex toys, male masturbators, anal sex toys, kinky bondage, strap-ons, and a few of these featured products at the moment. You got Adam's Extension, a Pleasure Enhancer, AE Vibrating Silver Bullet 2.0, and the Adam and Eve Ball Buzzer Penis Ring. Just go to blazenryradio.com, click on the banners for Adam, Eve Toys, and you'll find a good head kit for him, Oral Sex Essentials Kit. Adam and Eve Deep Throat Gel and Passion Packs for Couples. Trust me, you and your partner will be getting busy in no time. BlazonRyeRadio <laughs> That is a pretty short <laughs> ad, huh? I don't have time to key within the within that time frame of that ad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: right. <Who's> that? <laughs> Alright, let us uh joke off. Is everybody lubed up?
3: Uh I'm trying, but for some reason my computer's frozen and I can't get to the screen. There we go. Oh, oh there you, you go. All right, I'm, gonna have, it? Uh, got, I'm you, gonna have You got you you got some out oh, in there just went again. You got some Uh-oh. serious connectivity karma going on with you tonight, Mr. Blight. serious, yeah. Uh, my computer the
2: yeah. no, right,
3: came back. And now it's telling wow. me it's loading.
0: I'm going I'm to play this Alan Thicke
2: intro. Here we go. da
1: da 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 Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy.
2: What's that that Oh, I was
3: just watching porn while I was waiting. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. Uh, I am so frustrated because Blog Talk Radio is only giving me two weeks free for this catastrophe, and I'm telling her that's an insult, and, you know, uh, I thought you were going to say two months, and she's like, oh, my supervisor said it only approved two two weeks for this temporary hostline issue. It is resolved now. Yeah, but it happened during the fucking show. You know, it happened during the one time we're doing the show.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> uh
0: oh. Oh god. All right. Um let me uh let me uh let me pull up these fucking jokes.
1: <laughs> you sound very excited. Very what? Excited. <laughs>
0: All right, here we go. Oh, shit. Now my shit's frozen. Wait
1: yeah. Oh, my God. What is going on with you guys?
2: I was fine, now Joe my, Ryan. My
0: is, wait, my iPad is just showing a blank screen.
2: There's no stuff over there. Boy. She put the snatch oh, on
3: your boy. shit. See, you, you were bad-mouthing her, and she's
0: listening. That's right, oh, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I I wasn't even bad-mouthing her, though, at
2: first.
3: Anyway. Yeah, you were.
2: Uh,
3: You've been calling her shit. I heard you.
2: <laughs>
3: You've been calling her shit and talking about her mama?
2: I heard that, too.
3: Yeah? Said that she was on the Shamalia train to nowhere?
2: Oh! <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so
3: that she was a ping-pong ball popper?
1: Why talk about Katie like that, man? Oh no, you didn't. Is no, your
3: you scene didn't. up yet? Or should I play more of that porn?
0: Uh, Weeks are you are you are you are you lubed up?
1: I'm lubed everywhere it go, Mike? All
0: right. <laughs> I think it's I think it's you first.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Tony responded to North Korea's hacking threat over the comedy film in the interview by removing it from most movie theaters. Their message was clear. We will back down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will
3: take it up the Hershey Highway.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, God. I, okay. I'm leaving at that. The
1: mm. They're pulling oh, the plug.
0: God. Life support. I, I, just, I just ended the thing with her. And no, you should sure have just,
2: done that.
0: No, I, and I couldn't take it because I can't focus on these jokes, like these things that are so laugh and happy and I'm all tense. So, Fogarty, continue on.
3: I haven't <laughs> seen Recoiling like that since my dick when I saw Kathy Bates' <laughs> nude scene and About Schmidt.
0: <laughs> oh, you're talking about Sony. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, turtle time. <laughs> By any chance, did you guys see the interview? The only thing James Franco has ever been worse in is a woman's vagina.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then I guess he would have no problem with mine.
1: <laughs> Got that one right, Tommy Boy
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <This> is a, <laughs>
0: You know this is it's bad if here. we're both You know if it's bad if me and the wizard Are,
1: are skewing you <laughs> Black theory Sent out an embarrassing Yo, yeah, why I gotta be black?
0: I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, African-American Berry. African-American Berry. Sorry. Sent out an embarrassing (laughs) tweet from Twitter's ISO app, making it known that the Twitter was using an iPhone. I mean, it could have been worse. They could have been using a Blackberry, right? Am I right or am I right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: You you know
1: it's iOS, right? Not
2: ISO, bro. (laughs) Iso Esau, Esau App! I like that. I like Esau App.
3: Iso App. John Boehner's old bartender once made plans to poison that bastard's drink as voices in his head told him Boehner was indeed the devil. An evil orange monster like Boehner? I can totally see where he made the mistake.
2: <laughs> Those two last jokes were amazing. You
3: say boner, and I say baner. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: a judge dismissed assault charges against soccer star Hope Solo this week. In response, the famous athlete said, "Good. Now get me out this bitch before I hurt somebody." That's right. <laughs>
3: That's right. And how the, how the hell could you hurt somebody with salt anyway?
2: Hello? Recent tabloid
3: reports suggest that Kristen Stewart has decided to give up acting for good. Give up? (laughs) I didn't even know the bitch had started.
1: (laughs) I gotta say, the last five jokes are... uh... I love these last five jokes. They're they're amazing. Uh, blogger Ann Brenoff wrote a piece this week called The Seven Differences Between Being 55 and 65. The main difference? Viagra. Ooh,
2: uh. <laughs> 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 <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to see Alice. <laughs>
3: Shouting and shoving took place among police officers at the Patrolmen's Benevolence Association meetings in Queens last night, when some cops questioned their leader Patrick Lynch's hard stance against Mayor Bill de Blasio. Gee, I'm sure glad these are the guys that we rely on to protect us.
2: You mm. know what I
3: mean, Jellybean? Mm.
2: And y'all just
3: keep turning your backs and shit and shit, letting us know, make it real easy for all of us to know exactly who the fucking racists are. <laughs> You're really helping me out there. You know what And as long as you continue not to bust people for, you know, like, gee, jaywalking and maybe like humming a tune while rolling a blunt on a front stoop in Brooklyn. It's a good thing,
0: too. Keep
3: that shit up.
2: Oh! Oh, no. Um,
0: so... Senator John McCain will return to Parks and Recreation for its maybe.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> After a pork supplier violation, Chipotle stopped serving carnitas at many of its restaurants. Carnitas left Chipotle more quickly than a Chipotle burrito bowl leaves my anus.
2: Right.
3: Oh, uh, you got
2: the wrong roll, bro. Bowl, bro. bro. <laughs> Fraud. And right? Finish us it off. off.
0: Make us come. Yeah.
3: yeah. oh, this is gonna make me come. Brad Pitt. <laughs> mm. Christian Bale. Damn. Mm. Ryan Gosling. Put down that rubber doll.
2: <laughs> Are set to
3: star in the upcoming movie The Big short. And hmm, I'll be right back. Excuse
2: me. <laughs> 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 well, don't move to the beat. Of just one jump. Well, I'd be right for you. <laughs> 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 Hello long come too. Hey, That's, right.
3: to That's right. Suck it, baby.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta go. Alright. Good night, what? Tommy. Good Tommy. Good night, Tommy. over this he just, uh, just hung up. <laughs> what, was, what, what was that about? I got to go What? What
1: was that about? He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> a, that was ridiculous. What's
2: going on? Right <laughs>
0: I'm telling this lady. I um, I I just I went back onto the live chat and I said I apologize for coming for leaving the chat way too hot.
2: <laughs> Is that that lady Katie?
0: Yeah, that lady, Katie, and she said, uh, I I do understand. Thank you. The techs were working as fast as they could to get this issue resolved. And then I said, I didn't want to ruin your night, too. Uh, and uh, I said, I deal with jerks like me, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what she's going to say back to that. But, uh, Jesus, we, we really, uh, was, this is like, the you know, it was, we're at the fucking end of the show.
2: Um, I, I don't know. It was, I, I feel like it wasn't a terrible show. It was a good show. <laughs> you know, all the, the jokes were the jokes were out of the park. <laughs> really? Because I thought I they were the particularly.
0: Jokes. I thought they were particularly bad this week.
1: I'm the I'm complete opposite. I was uh, I was reading all of them. I was like, these are really good jokes. These are jokes that can be on like you know Saturday Night Live or uh, you know uh, you know uh, Dave Letterman.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That's a that's a high sure honor, high that. honor and a, a high a high Gemini. <laughs> okay, so Very i I didn't Very want to impressive. ruin your night too. Uh, I deal with jerks like me, and she said, "Oh no, you're fine. I totally understand. You're not a jerk at all. You were frustrated, which is totally understandable. No problem here." And I said, "Thanks, Kitty. Have a good night." She said, "Thanks. You have you have an even better one." See, the thing is, wow. we oh,
1: who is this lady?
0: She she looks like a combination of like Taylor Swift and um um uh what's her name uh Alicia Cuthbert
2: oh oh wow okay oh wow <laughs>
0: let's stop talking about her uh so
2: okay oh. um
0: so. So, all right, all this shit that I had to tell you before we'll just have to wait till next week, uh since since uh you know, it would take a while to discuss. So uh
1: No problem, I'm just going no problem. I mean Huh? I'm here I'm here in Connecticut now, so it's a lot easier to do the show. So uh, you know, okay. I'm down. Whatever.
0: Okay, good. Um By the way, have you been to uh, a Kmart store?
1: I haven't been to Kmart in a long time, but I think they still exist, don't they?
0: Yeah, well, Kmart is what happens when you combine all the dirt from uh, Marshall's and all the Mm -hmm. dirt from TJ Maxx, and you put all that dirt together into one store, and then you have Kmart. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I like that, I like that uh, I haven't been to TJ Maxx either in a long time Or Marshalls, I, I really should get, get, get to those stores. I miss Bradleys,
0: remember Bradleys? Uh, yeah, uh, anytime I hear about Bradleys I think of Kathy DiStefano, Mayor, uh, John, former Mayor John Stefano's wife Who said, why do I have to be a kindergarten teacher? I want a mindless job, I want to fold clothes all day I want to work at Bradleys <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed uh Bradley. I also like Caldor's. Great store. Without without Woolworths. Woolworths, uh that was a great store too. And if you ever yeah. uh, uh you know, ventured out in upstate New York, Crazy Eddies was a good store as well, but the guy was uh, <laughs> actually crazy. I think he was a criminal.
2: Right, right. <laughs>
1: um do you uh uh, uh
0: last, hey last week January fifth was uh, one year sober, bro.
1: Congratulations, my friend. Are you are you kidding me? One year? Oh my god! Yeah,
0: a year. Yep, January fifth. Thank, thank you.
1: accomplishment, bro. Congratulations.
0: Thanks, buddy. Wow.
1: And I wanted to go
0: out and celebrate it with uh, the, the New York bros, the bros that I like met you know at Syracuse who are all here and. um, Here's the problem I find with uh, hanging out with college friends. The problem is that most of the friends that you tend to make in college are white.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) Right. So whereas
0: if I tell my black friends from New Haven I want to go see horrible bosses, which stars white people, they're all down to rise. They all come with me. But then when I tell the white people I want to co see Top 5, the Chris Rock movie, it was really difficult to get anyone to agree. And it wound up being not even on my sober anniversary. It wound up being like two days later, Ross and I were the only ones who went. And that's how I celebrated. And it was pretty sad. But uh, it was a great movie. And and a lot of it actually had to do with uh, AA and alcoholism and stuff. And Ross was like, "Did you know about this? This is perfect. This is crazy. <laughs> I didn't know.
1: I didn't know at all. And and uh, Ross is the isn't he the black Republican? So, but I thought Ross isn't Ross a Republican?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but he's not black. <laughs>
2: Oh okay all right okay okay, but okay, but I don't but, think
0: he's uh i i don't think he says what political party he's associated with, although his leanings do tend to be um towards the right, and I believe it's for fiscal reasons,
1: okay, okay, so he's like more of like a libertarian um but i i mean that's a huge accomplishment man that's it's huge I thank you. Very happy. Uh, I'm happy for. It. I'm proud of you. That's that's uh, a big thing. So when you come back here, we're gonna celebrate. It'll be late, but uh, got to go out, do something, go see a movie,
0: get hammered. Yeah, get a
1: chocolate milk. Uh, yeah. Um, on on New
0: Year's uh, time since I was probably nineteen or twenty on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve and. Um, I did the same thing that I do every year. I went to my friend Kevin's place in Williamsburg and uh, the only differences were that it's a new place and that I uh, was present. I was there 100%. -hmm. I was not, you know, inebriated. And Mm -hmm. um, when I uh, took the train back at 3 a.m., I was waiting on the G-Train platform in Williamsburg um, and... The G train is an unreliable train in general, let alone New Year's Day at three A. M. So I'm waiting for like thirty five minutes and mm-hmm. finally the train comes and I am stone cold silver, surround surrounded by drunks and mm-hmm. and then when the train comes everyone starts chanting G train, G train and like applauding and <laughs> stuff and the train ride experience back home sober on New Year's Eve in today is f- fascinating. So I get on the day yeah. train and I'm sitting there uh, and uh, what happens is this uh, younger woman uh, gets on the train with this older couple a couple stops after I get on. And I notice that I'm like, I'm looking around before she even gets on and all the couple that are there, all the couples that have just celebrated New Year's together are furious with each other. They're not talking to each other. They're one lady. I was between a lady and her man and she kept like asking him to do something or whatever. And he kept going like, just just give me a second. I need a second. And it was super awkward. And then what happens is a couple stops later, this Younger woman gets on with this older, like, uh, crackhead-looking, Harley-riding-looking couple. And she was, like, she barges on the train. She says, excuse me, I'm trying to re-amend this relationship, and these two have been together 20 years, and I'm just trying to get them back together. Jesse, how are you going to be with someone 20 years if you're not in love?
2: I believe in love.
0: And she goes on this, like, tirade about love. For uh, a, like ten minutes straight, um, and and she's saying like Jesse, hold her hand, hold her hand, and she's like saying stuff like, "How are you going to be together for twenty years? It's not for the love, is it? Just, I know it's not just for the sex. If it were me, I'd be there for the love and the sex." And then like people started <laughs> laughing, and then she goes, "And you know, like we women, we love our men, and like." Men do us wrong sometimes, but uh, but the thing is we love our men and we forgive our men because women, we get crazy, we be crazy, and this one guy on the train yells out, preach. <laughs> and then all the men on the train started cracking up when he said, preach. And, 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 she, and she was like. So we get crazy sometimes, but I believe in love. And she just went on and on for 10 minutes straight about love and how she believes in it. And then this man with an Australian accent, he goes, 10 minutes into this, he goes,
2: shut up. Would you just shut up?
0: And... Immediately the entire train cart booze the man
2: booze the Australian man that told her to shut up. <laughs> so she's like, I believe in love and he goes, Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Boo. 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 <laughs>
0: and then and then I thought she handled it really really well because she just goes like you don't tell me to shut up you tell me to be quiet you don't tell me to shut up that's very rude and like does anyone here want me to want me to shut up I don't see anyone raising their hands and it's true no one was raising (laughs) and I think that people on that train part of it was that they needed to hear it because they were all fighting with each other. Uh, another thing was that I at least appreciated, and I think other people appreciated, that she was starting off 2015 in a positive way. And right. as annoying as it uh, could be on any given day, this this was kind of a different circumstance, And that by the time that guy came around with his negativity, uh, no, you know, ain't no one was having it, and so everyone booed the Australian guy. And then this this guy says, "This is Brooklyn. This ain't Australia." And uh, then <laughs> and then this um uh, the, the, the the woman who believed in love, she gets off the train, and as soon as she gets off the train, the old crackhead couple she was trying to get back together, they start arguing. They start going at it. And they're like, all right, now that she's gone, we can talk. And they just start, like, fighting. And then they sit down and fight, and she's like, Jesse, I don't want to fight with you no more. Jesse, get off at the next stop and and go on the other side of the platform and go to your cousin's house. I don't want to fight no more. And he's like, I want my
2: respect. I need my respect. I don't want to fight no
0: more, Jesse. And... Then they keep fighting, and then this the the tall Brooklyn guy who said this in Australia, he gets up Mm -hmm. as they're fighting, like gets up and stands in the middle of everyone on the train and goes, "Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya," (laughs) and when he does that, the old couple, I thought they were gonna be pissed off at him, but the old guy. the old guy starts singing along with him and starts laughing along bye, uh, my Lord. and then the lady she points at him and just goes ha, ha, ha. And, and uh and and then um and then I think I got off like a couple stops later and and uh and that was my G train ride home um, but it was a fantastic way to start off the new year.
1: It is. It, it sounds, like, really magical, actually. It sounds hilarious. It could, it could have went wrong on so many levels. Like, it could have actually got, maybe gotten violent or people could have yeah. really angry at somebody, but it, it sounds more comical and actually kind of it had the happy ending, you know, at least. And uh, mm. I think that's hilarious. I think that's the beauty of kind of living in New York City with so many different people and, Get along and kind of you know move along. I think that's, that's awesome.
0: And and being sober, seeing all the drunks you know interact is fascinating yes. on here. Um Yes. But by far my favorite part of that was was. Shut
2: up! Would you shut up? <laughs> and, oh, and this this one girl yelled out, "That guy sucks." <laughs> What a poo. Poo. <laughs> <laughs> that guy <sucks. laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, it was amazing. Oh my um, gosh, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: it was amazing. And then on New Year's Day, I apparently I was in a good mood or something, and I took a video of myself making coffee, like without showing my face, and uh and it was pretty uh, abundantly clear that I had lost my mind because I was like singing in a pirate accent and stuff and insulting the <laughs> chocolate almond milk and all this stuff. And then I sent that, um, be And I said, this is what I'm doing. He posts it on Reddit unbeknownst to me. And the thing has like almost 3000 views now. What? Yeah.
2: I haven't seen yeah. this. I got to see this. What?
0: Yes, you do. And let me, let me find the Reddit. Uh, Oh, here it is. Let me t- tell you what the comments are. Uh, So what I used to brew the coffee was a chemic. So people on Reddit said, well, so B. Marsh's title is, the other day my friend made a morning coffee. Apparently he also lost his mind. I'm not sure why he reported (laughs) this. And then the comments are, at least he uses the two best coffee methods. I don't know what the second one is. And then, oh, I think it's French. And then somebody else says, true, but he should really get a better kettle. Getting a good pouring action is the key step in making a Chemex or other pour over coffee. I think we can both agree he wasn't too worried about the details here.
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> brew coffee
0: like this, mainly because I don't care. I just want my fucking coffee now. But this looks like such a waste of coffee. Does it really take that much coffee bean to make one cup? Yeah, such a waste. And it's a really lengthy process, too. So it's Also, a waste of time then. By the way, waste is spelled W-A-I-S-T there. So, brush up on your fucking spelling, Assumi. And then it says, seems pretty nice for someone that has not had their morning cup of coffee yet. OP (laughs) must be one of these morning people. I don't know who OP is, but... And then someone says, so your friend is a little quirky. You are the weird one for finding something so average as astonishing or crazy. My title was meant in jest, don't worry. Oh, that, I guess that's Timar saying that, maybe. And then he goes, someone says, I like it. Don't even try and tell me you haven't made ridiculously silly songs about the mundane things you're doing alone. Oh, I haven't seen these yet. And then Baski says, and then somebody says, well, that's how you brew a Kennex coffee. Where's he from? Can't work out if that's an American accent or Scandinavian. And then... <laughs> And then Bimar said, he's American, but he put on this strange accent because he's a loony. And then somebody says, whatever whatever drug your friend is on, I need it. And then someone says, I'm blown away with how long. I'm impressed. And then somebody said, your friend, lol, it made me giggle. And then the next one, as a European who has been plenty of times to the States, the U.S. is pretty far behind Europe when it comes to morning coffee but i love that uh, i'm blown away with how far he took the song i'm impressed i didn't see that until now uh so yeah. those are the comments and then if i look on the youtube it has uh 3484 views and it has oh 15 likes God. 15 likes and 4 dislikes
2: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're, what you're you uh, internet superstar there. I'm gonna I'm gonna check this video out.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll link it to you right after we uh we get off the phone. Um and, and how was your New Year's Eve? Where were you? What did you do?
1: New Year's Eve, I don't think I did anything. I think I fell asleep early, I talked to my friend and uh, that's about it. I don't I don't think I really did anything. I was in New Jersey but uh, I didn't go home for it because I was scared of that traffic, um, not much. Really, but it was it was good. It feels which like a new friend year did you year for me to? and uh, new beginnings.
0: What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which which friend? Well, remember, weeks that every new beginning is another beginning's every end or something.
1: That's right. That's right. It's closing time. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're right. You're oh. right.
0: Yeah. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. This is especially true in your case because you have like a beginning's end every six months.
1: <laughs> it very true very true uh so, yeah, i was what, talking to my friend richard richard keemian good kid
0: Hakeemian? Hakeemian? yeah um and on what device were you talking to him on your iphone
1: i was talking on my uh, iphone yeah my 4s here
0: all right using just the normal phone app or were you on skype or facetime
1: no just talking on the phone now and uh Kind of wishing what happened here, and, and likewise. And uh, it, it was good to, to it was great to see him a lot. Because I was a, I was there for like three months in Jersey, and we saw each other almost every other weekend. And uh, uh, it was really fun. He was, you know he, he was a college friend, and uh, he's one of my. Isn't of he best friends with Joe Gorski? Gorski was one of my uh, high school friends, but we've since fallen um, off big time. He was. Uh, oh, probably married as a child, and he lives in West Haven now. He has a child. Good kid though. He oh, has a good. child. Yeah, he's, he's he's a good kid. But you know, we we've grown apart basically, and uh, you know, we're still friends. But uh, not like we used to be. That, that was something else. That, that was that was for the that was for the history books.
0: <laughs> you know what I uh, I I thought the other night was um uh last night was it last night or the night before I thought um I had this like. Craving to go on AIM, you know AOL instant messenger, and so I I texted Joanna Cunningham, who used to be Cresswell, and because she and I had so many like lengthy AIM conversations, and I told her like I think I want to get on AIM, and I was like we should get on, and so. She was like, okay, I'll I'll get on after I finish this quiz. So then I I like, of course I don't I don't have like the app or anything. So I I go on aim.com and I sign in there. And first I sign in as Blazing Rye, and then she was and I said I'm on and she goes O oh, M G on Back to Good Five and I was like, oh my God, let me get off Blazing Rye and go on Back to Good Five. And so I uh I signed off Blazing Rye because that was more like. Senior year of high school and college days or whatever, but back to good five was like that was fucking old school high school. So I got on I remember on that, there. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got on there and Joanna and I talked. And she wasn't on Half to Love. She should have been on Half to Love, but she was just on her name, I think, uh, through Facebook or something. Um, but it was so cool. And I, it was like bringing me back like so many memories, a lot of them horrible, uh, of like late night conversations her breaking my heart three times in the same summer, be uh, oh. writing, like, a song about it and all this stuff. But it felt so, like, I don't know, man. It, it, was, it was it was this, like, crazy kind of sense memory kind of experience. It was, it was a beautiful experience. And uh, she was like, we should do this every once in a while. And I said, yeah, that's true. And then she got off and tended to her children or something. And, uh, and then I I got off and probably whacked off or something. So wait
1: a minute, this was a dream or does this actually happened? I'm confused.
0: No, this happened. I, I decided to go on, I, I I got this craving to go on AIM and I went on. Well,
1: I got to ask you, was there anybody else on AIM anymore or what, what was what's going on? Were there <laughs> any, uh, any old friends on that thing or what?
0: Well, I was talking about how like at Facebook you're relegated to um, like, like, like I think in a lot of ways, and I've talked to you about this, a lot of ways I think we've moved backwards. Uh, and, uh, and with, with aim, like everything's in real time, uh, as opposed to like Facebook, you're relegated to like, you know, um, uh, either, if you're using Facebook messenger, you're relegated to just Facebook contacts where aim you can put together everyone. And Joanna said, yeah, but now aim is relegated to just you and me, which I felt was a funny line. Um, but uh, but it was just me, her, and Charles. Charles is like screen name was on, but I doubt that he's actually like used it in years.
1: <laughs> you know what? You, you maybe really nostalgic about AIM. I remember I, I used to have conversations yeah. on AIM for like hours. You know, from like yeah. they were way from eleven PM to like six in the morning sometimes and I saved a lot of those conversations I remember I don't know where the hell they are but those conversations were very strange very funny but I gotta I need to get those I'm sure I'd save the bucks from uh, between us actually yeah
0: I was I was thinking yeah we must have a bunch of between back to good five and mango one (laughs) four six seven
1: that's right I want to go look them up and maybe uh, post them on uh, Facebook (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay Alright well um, remember, We had a whole conversation About, about Martin Bashir Remember that I, I was losing my body I was like basher or basher <laughs> I don't mean, know ridiculous
0: Jail time or bash her? Martin Bashir is a bastard I
2: still don't really understand What you meant
0: by that Can you explain it
2: How the hell do you remember that Oh my god
0: how could you forget? You, I feel like you remembered it just a couple months ago. You're just having a...
2: yeah.
0: No, no, you're right, you're
1: right. I'm out of it. I I, I do did, I did remember it. Wow, that was a whole, like, at least three or four-hour conversation about Mark Bashir. Remember that?
0: Yeah, after Michael Jackson died. It was
1: terrible. It was, it was, it was terrible, and he made terrible comments. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to look up those, some of those conversations. Those, those are amazing, my friend.
2: <laughs>
0: Agreed. All right, what's your favorite
2: scene in season? Oh, my favorite scene she's the main, main, main,
1: main, main. Oh, the main, main, picture of main, main. It's got to be when she plays a recovering uh, patient with uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. And, uh, you know, actually, she's, she's phenomenal in it. And it's, uh, you know, she plays this uh, patient, and uh, here it goes. She's a, it's a very small conversation with, you, with her and her doctor. We've got to tell everybody. We've got to remind them. We've got to remind them how good it is. How good what is, Leonard? Read the newspaper. What does it say? It's all bad. It's all bad. Forgotten what life is all about. They've forgotten what it is to be alive. They need to be reminded. They need to be reminded of what they have and what they can lose. What I feel is the joy of life, the gift of life, the freedom of life, the wonderment of life. And that's why I say we're seeing main She's amazing. a Face Man. man, man.
2: Mm.
0: Very good, very good. What, what, you, what is that? That She's the Main colon what? Uh,
1: that's colon Awakenings, featuring Robert De Niro and Robin Williams.
0: Uh, it sounded very Robin Williamsy when you started it, so yes, that makes sense. Um, yeah,
1: it, it brought me back, you know. I, I, I just think uh, it's one of my favorite movies, one of the most surprising movies of all time, but really a great film, great film.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
0: I have not seen that. I I did a scene from it in uh, college in, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and it it did not go over well.
1: Oh, really? I I, I you should see it. It's it's a uh, definitely a tearjerker, but it's it's it really it shows you both the depth of both uh, the actors and the uh, Robin uh-huh. Williams is you know because I think it's like you know his pre-Patch Adams movie and uh, how like thoughtful he really is, you know. And uh, I think he, it's just genuine acting. I think. Yeah. Uh, good kids, good kids. Sorry to they uh, bring a little uh, depth to the you know, darkness to that but uh, you know it's a great film, you should see it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh i it, it, i am
0: still like oh man, I, I have yet to be able to watch anything with him in it since yeah. he died. And uh and I was at um some I was at some movie with Rob Biederman and uh, a trailer for Night at the Museum two or three or whatever it is came on, and it was like painful. Like to like I I it was painful to watch a little like snippets of Robin Williams on the screen um, in that movie, knowing he's gone. And I I just I haven't been able to yet. It's, it's still like I still haven't gotten over it. Or I don't know if I will. and it's just, it's crazy, and I know my dad was a big Rodney Williams fan. I haven't talked to him about that yet, and I, I don't know how he took it, um, but I can't imagine. Well, and uh, it's, it's just anytime, like time I think about it, I just, I'm still in shock, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I'm not even at like the stage where you say, oh, it's such a shame that we lost him. I'm like at the stage of disbelief, like you know, uh, like you said, you know. Tonight and the museum, I don't want I to even watch it because it's not like it's not. It isn't the same, and it never will be. And uh, I don't think there's anybody you can even compare to Robin Williams. I think we just lost such a such a great person. You know, not not even a talent. You know, just a, a great person. And uh, his movies were really thoughtful. And I don't think you know we'll ever see movies like that again. You know, you know, I hate to be so such a downer, but um. You know, if you watch those movies, they're just genuine films. I think he actually really believed in this kind of stuff. And, you know, to lose somebody like that is just just, uh, you know, I don't think you ever get back, unfortunately.
0: But, yeah, and
1: that's what people
0: who knew him say, is that as as incredibly talented and, and funny as he was, he was uh, double that in terms of how generous he was. So he did actually seem, like, you know, a bit, some, somebody was uh, imitating him and saying, like, he was always, like, what do you need, Chief? What can I do for you, Chief? What 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 What, what do you need? Well, yeah, and I'm I'm there, or right. whatever. And he was just always always willing to help out his friends and people in need. And I remember after 9 11, he was in you know in line with everyone else uh, to donate blood and making people laugh and stuff. And um, uh, but and I heard that I, my acting professor in college, Craig, said that you know while Robin Williams with his stand up is very he's he's like, you know, the the king of improv, when it comes to his acting, it's like the opposite. Like, everything is very meticulous and thought out and stuff, and it's not, it's not, like, similar to his comedy, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, that is. He was, uh, he was you know, well-rounded, and, uh, you know, although I think even his, 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 his comedy was a lot of improv, I mean, just that stream of thought, I don't think that ever can be re- replicated. That guy was like, going a million miles an hour, I just don't think, something, it's just, you know, when we think about, you know, we talk about practice, practice that make it perfect, but, you know, some people are just <laughs> so unique in the world, and, uh, you know, it was, it was almost like it was meant to be, He was meant to be an ent- entertainer, I think, you know, and uh, uh, some people are just like that, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, when I see those movies, I'm just like, ah, you know, it's not going to be the same. There's no, there's not, not going to be movies like this again. But you know, we have to cherish what we have. And you know, I yeah. highly recommend Awakenings. I think that's a, a phenomenal film. It, 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 it's, it's it's a tough film to watch because it, it's too real in a lot of ways. And I think that's what Robin Williams was. He was, you know, it's you know, it, it didn't take a suicide to know that he was really uh, kind of a troubled person. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think. Uh, you know, and it's just so human. And I think that makes them even better. You know, in a lot of ways, to be positive yeah. about it. You know, is what Good
0: kid? Yeah, yeah. Well, I will have to. I mean, you're you're suggesting a difficult movie first. I can't even get through a a, a clip on on Night at the Museum without getting you know miserable. <laughs> I, know. So, I know. I
2: know. I'll have I know. To I
0: know. Ease somehow eased my way back into it. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, just after he died and, like, Mrs. Doubtfire was on TV when I was home and me and my mom just turned to each other with, like, the saddest expressions on our faces. And, oh, man. Oh, man. Um, okay, so uh, my favorite scene in She's my with Minded is um, it's from, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of the movie, but it's called uh, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs>
2: No, I have not heard of this movie before.
0: No. Okay. Well, Amanda Baines plays Tyler Durden and um <laughs> and here's my favorite scene. Uh it's it's a monologue actually. Uh she plays a great uh Durden. She goes, Welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is You do not talk about fight club. Third rule of fight club. If someone yells stop, goes limp, or taps out, the fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Man, I see in Fight Club the strongest and smartest men who have ever lived. It's the ultimate tension, and I see it squandered. God damn it, an entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs that we hate so we can buy shit that we don't need. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've, been, we've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. And we're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. And that's my favorite scene of nightmare My man with my man. Wow! Excellent.
2: Thanks. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I can think a little bit away of ending the show. Oh. Am I saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz? Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you gonna do with that thing?
1: You're gonna beat her. Put some boxing gloves on. Beat her up. Say, "Welcome to Fight Club, Yeah
2: Good night, we good night everybody. <laughs>